And just want to take a second and thank Policy Genius. They're supporting today's episode of Success Story. I know we all have kids. We all have families we want to take care of. And I personally check something off major on my to-do list, life insurance. It's a tough topic. It's really hard to think about, but it's so important. And the hard part was sorting through all the options. Luckily, I found Policy Genius. Policy Genius is an online insurance marketplace that makes getting life insurance surprisingly easy. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for a million dollars of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Now, knowing my family's protected brings me incredible peace of mind. Don't put off this important decision. Check life insurance off your to-do list in no time with Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. Welcome to Success Story, the most useful podcast in the world. I'm your host, Scott D. Clary. The Success Story podcast is part of the HubSpot Podcast Network and the Blue Wire Podcast Network. The HubSpot Podcast Network has incredible podcasts like My First Million. My First Million is hosted by Sam Parr and Sean Purry. They feature famous guests. They discuss how companies made their first million and then some. They brainstorm new business ideas based on the hottest trends and opportunities in the marketplace. Here are some of the topics they talk about. If you like any of these, you will love the show. Three profitable business ideas that you should start in 2022. Drunk business ideas that could make you millions. Asking the founder of Grammarly how he built a $13 billion company or SaaS companies that anybody can start. If these topics are up your alley, go check out My First Million. Listen to it wherever you listen to your podcasts. Today, my guest is Edel Patel. He is the co-founder and CEO of Mudrex. Mudrex is a Y Combinator-backed crypto investment platform. He brings over 10 years of entrepreneurial experience, finance experience. He has built multiple tech-driven applications. He's been a founder and an entrepreneur. This is his fourth venture. He graduated in 2011 from India's most prestigious school of engineering, IIT Bombay. He joined Deutsche Bank as a senior business analyst post-graduation. He worked in FX risk and margining desk and led the product management as well as business development wings of a real-time risk management portfolio. He previously co-founded Niffler, a $1 million funded startup by Safe Partners. Uh, Niffler was acquired by Tapso, where he led the product team to build out Tapso's core infrastructure and app. So he has built several tools his experience spans finance and tech. Uh, we spoke about what he's doing at Mudrex. We spoke about his passion for helping people achieve uh, their potential by allowing them to achieve financial freedom. And him and his co-founders have bought into the idea and evangelized the idea that crypto, DeFi, uh, Web3, those are the ways to get there. So they built Mudrex as a way to help people achieve that financial freedom. Mudrex basically solves for the investment risk and the investment uh, barrier to entry in crypto investment by bucketing different asset classes. So you can uh, invest in buckets of crypto, in buckets of NFTs, in buckets of metaverse projects, top projects, so that it removes a lot of the complexities in terms of investing. So hopefully if you remove the complexities, then of course you can invest easier. So we spoke about his backstory, his origin story, some of the reasons why he founded Mudrex, some of the things that he hopes to accomplish with the platform. Uh, we spoke about uh, building trust. We spoke about his journey through YC. We spoke about building the business in a very competitive and constantly evolving market. Then we spoke about some crypto topics. We spoke about uh, the future of crypto, the future of NFTs, the applications of tokens, whether or not NFTs are just a fad. We spoke about new use cases for crypto blockchain technology that haven't even been explored yet. So a ton of great business lessons in a blue ocean, emerging ocean, uh, highly innovative environment, a highly innovative industry, as well as some great crypto topics from somebody that's lived in it for several years. He has a copy of the Bitcoin white paper right beside his desk. So let's jump right into it. This is uh, Edul Patel. He is the co-founder and CEO of Mudrex. Okay, got it. Uh, so I graduated from this school called as IIT Bombay uh, in based out of India. It's like it's a tier one uh, educational engineering university. Uh, graduated in 2011. 
post that went to Deutsche Bank, worked over there for a couple of years in the trading and risk teams. Uh, did a lot of work with the US and India desks, worked on risk management, uh, and, and also saw a lot of the banking side of, of Deutsche. Did that for a couple of years, uh, then eventually left that to start my first company called as Niffler. Uh, we were building a hyper-local deals and discounts app, uh, something like a Groupon for India. Uh, did that for a couple of years, raised a million dollars from a tier one VC fund, uh, built out an office uh, in Bombay and Pune, hired 30, 40 odd people. Uh, eventually acqu got acquired by this company called as Tabzo, which is building like a WeChat for India. Um, and over there joined in, became head of product, did that for three odd years. Tabzo eventually got acquired by Amazon uh, and is now a part of the Amazon Pay uh, ecosystem in, in India. And uh, as for me, I, I couldn't see myself go and work at Amazon. So definitely decided to you know go back and, and start thinking about what Just am I looking something to do new. next. Yeah, of course. Okay, gosh. Gotcha. So, <laughs> so, so, so actually, in fact, and, and now as a result in 2017, we started Mudrex and, and we'll go deeper into it and talk about Mudrex a bit. Uh, but, but to be honest, as, as myself, I've always been like a builder uh, throughout life. Mm -hmm. Even even in, in school, did multiple things. And then when I was in university, uh, did a bunch of startups over there. You know, small, small things that we would try out for three, four, three, four months. Uh, did a lot of work in core. Uh, so, so my so my background is material science engineering. So did a lot of work on on, on nanotechnology, on shape memory alloys, and eventually realized that uh, although the research was nice and cool, but, uh, but 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 definitely wanted to do something that was more real world and had some real world application. So so as a result, you know, just dropped dropped into do, doing this full time. I guess, so so you've so this is you know like. Mudrex, like it's been how many startups before you you started this venture? It's so been I a think, few, obviously. Yeah, Mudrex was number four. Number four. So this yeah. is not your first, not your first rodeo at all. Not my first rodeo at all. Yes. Um, why? So let's talk about let's talk about why you wanted to build this particular product, this particular company, and also like and walk me through like the origins of the company because I think that's also very interesting yeah. because you're I think you're uh, I, I'm just looking on Crunchbase now. So obviously you've raised a few, you've raised some money. Um, you're, y, you're a YC company as well. So walk me through like where your head was at that that prompted you to go into, and, and actually let me also ask this. How do you classify Mudrex? Is it like, do you classify it as um, like a crypto, an investment tool? Like what is your classification? What's your category right. that you, is a crypto so, investment? So, so Mudrex yeah. is a crypto investing platform. And uh, yeah. when I say crypto investing platform, you're not, you're not like the, the products that help you just buy and sell Bitcoin and Ethereum. Mm. What we've done is we've created, uh, we've created like a mutual fund style layer for investing in crypto. Uh, uh, over the course of the last few years, the number one problem that we realized uh, that retail investors had was that there were like too many choices and there were just too many tokens coming in and this coming in and that coming in. And as a result, if they wanted to really create long-term wealth, they weren't, they weren't able to find products to invest in. And that's where Mudrex comes in. Uh, and then that's that's the 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 avatar of Mudrex that you see right now. But of course, uh, there is a long backstory uh, to all of this. So yes, let's so, do so, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and 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 you know, I can I can start with uh, there's literally right over here in, at the side of me is a is the Bitcoin white paper. It's a large, huge uh, uh, frame that we got of the Bitcoin white paper right next to me. And uh, I actually read that white paper first uh, in about 2011, right right after I graduated from college. And at that point in time, it just seemed cool and interesting and then some, some, something unique that a few nerds were trying out. Uh, the second time I heard about Bitcoin was 2013. Uh, and then this time I was in Deutsche and, and uh, this was the first time, you know, uh, BTC had crossed about 100 and me and a couple of my uh, friends were discussing whether we should buy BTC or not. Uh, to be honest, we did try a lot, but there was really no way for us to purchase BTC. Like, like crypto was was way hands off. There was no no easy way to buy our first crypto, so we let it be, um, and 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 missed missed out on that boat. Uh, in twenty fifteen, uh, BTC touched about I think I think it touched thousand momentarily for the first time, and that's when uh, me and a few of my friends started a thread and an email thread that's still alive and kicking that says. Are we too late? Have we missed the boat? Question mark, question mark, question mark. And and every single, uh, you know, you, a whole bunch of people joined in and they started to, you know, post their comments and, 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 and now it's kind of sort of become a yearly ritual. 
where every year someone or the other posts on that thread again saying that have we missed the boat question mark question mark question mark or is it too every year every every year every single year <laughs> right uh, but having said that uh, 2017 is is when you know things started to change a lot for me in, in crypto uh, at that point in time i was deciding to leave uh, tabzo start my own and me and my co-founders we were looking for uh, we, we were looking for we were looking at the investing space uh, kind of sort of in, and the wealth tech space very closely from an india perspective as such back then uh, and and you know our our general broad vision was that we wanted to get we, we wanted to help people get to financial independence faster and that that kind of sort of came from the thought that see at the end of the day you know all of us know this this maslow's hierarchy right where rather lower and you got food clothing shelter all all your basic requirements so only after those things are satisfied is then is, is when you can actually realize your human potential and and build out and do things that are really creative and that that will help you go ahead and that will help the human race advance right so that r and b felt that for that base to get done people wanted people must get to financial independence first because if you are worried about money to help get you food clothing or shelter or or some of the other needs then you'll never be able to focus on on that so our overarching mission was to help more and more and more people get to financial independence and really the only way that 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 you can you could do it is that is if you could help people manage their money better a and you could help people you know reinvest their their funds make their assets liquid make them available when it's required and so on and so forth right like do all the financial engineering and and make sure that their funds are available when they need it and if they need it more then they could like access credit and so on and so forth very easily and and to be honest we were looking at different different ways to do it and that that's when we stumbled upon crypto i think for the fourth time in my in in my life and and by then i was completely sold uh, on crypto right i i went down yeah. and read white papers i went down and and, and read more about ethereum about bitcoin about the philosophy of crypto about why web3 was important uh, and and all of that right? and by then i was completely sold and the reason why i was completely sold was because crypto made money fungible and it helped us move money around in a way that no other uh, kind of sort of financial uh, framework in the past did and it was simply because of that that i felt that okay if, if this is going to happen then it is just going to make things more seamless and more efficient is going to make things more seamless and more efficient eventually the world will move over here so so back in 2017 like we were four founders all of us had eventually came to this conclusion and had this very strong belief that crypto is the way the world will will end up transacting 5 10 20 years down the line and and if, if and we felt that if anything and if we we felt that if we could do anything to make people get to financial independence faster then crypto the technology behind it would be the fastest way to get people there and, and hence we said that okay let's let's just directly jump right in and and make that uh, the mission of our lives so so that's what we you know decided to to jump into and start doing and and effectively with the with the vision of getting people to financial independence the goal was that okay if, if crypto is the way forward then let's try and get more and more and more people into crypto the the problem with that is that of course there are a thousand challenges right like it's it's an of asset course, class like yeah. like no ever it's 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 regulatory for the first time, yeah there are there are regulatory adoption. compliances yeah. user adoption yeah. problems technology problems user interface problems just just getting people to convert that usd or inr or gbp into bitcoin is is like a massive overhead right and 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 we started to solve those problems one by one by one uh, and and take it ahead uh, and 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 today mudrex is a is a is a product that serves over 100000 users we got users from close to 80 different countries uh, us europe southeast asia and so on and so forth being some of them we are working very hard with regulatory with, with regulators around the world to try and get compliances ready and of course we built our own on ramp players and and on top of that we built our own uh, investment products uh, these baskets that users can invest in and, and we'll go deeper into investing and 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 what people yeah. do with that well. so i first of all i have to i have to say like just off from your story i i love that i love your vision and i i think it's a very noble vision and i think that that's something that regardless of what business or or thing you're building like how how mission driven your company is is something that an, anybody can learn from because i think a lot of entrepreneurs don't think at that level like the fact that you are thinking at the level of like it's such a macro vision but it's such an important vision like you want to enable people financial independence but you want to 
allow them to fulfill all their needs and all their basic requirements so, so they can like reach their maximum human potential like that's a that's a really interesting and that's a really it's a really noble thing that you're doing and now you just sort of build after you have that thing that drives you then you build the thing that's going to allow you to facilitate that and that's what that's what you've done and i apologize okay. i cannot roll my r's like you can so i keep saying mudrex like i you say it like like, I can't say it like that. I can't roll my R's, no, but regardless. I, I, I think so. how, however, however you're saying is perfectly fine. <laughs> you're very kind. Um, so, so there's actually so, a very interesting yeah. story behind why we named it Mudrex. Yeah. So, so, uh, yeah, let, uh, okay, so why? So And also, so the first version of, so you, you had this vision. You understood that crypto, you bought into crypto as, as a construct, as something that is going to move the world forward. Now you're trying to figure out how to do that exactly and through Correct. like these bucketed, simple um investment options but anyway yes go ahead what's where does the name come from yeah so 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 uh, going back again to 2017 again we are, we are a bunch of four founders who were focused on building something in india so i said that okay let's let's try and first solve for this problem in india and then we'll take it to the world right and and because we we were going with that focus uh mudrex is comes from two words it's mudra exchange mudra literally means currency uh, in sanskrit okay. so 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 mudrex literally translates to uh, like currency exchange for all practical purposes uh, but yeah the, the thought process was that okay let's let, let let's start small let's start with the jurisdiction that matters the most to us which is which are, which are the folks around us and he said that we'll build out a cryptocurrency exchange in india so we literally started building the coinbase for india in january 2018 um, so like almost 4 years ago now and uh, you know, build out, build out, build out our app, build out our order matching engine, build out, build out everything from scratch, and we're just about to launch to our beta users. So we we launched to our alpha users in March 15th, 2018, and we're just about to launch to our beta users. And literally one week before we could do that, the central bank in India comes in and bans crypto trading in the country. And uh, and effectively with our product ready, our users ready, we, we just couldn't launch, right? And and, and, and mm-hmm. when, when that happened, we started to go back to the drawing board. I said that, okay, if, if the central bank is not going to be open and not going to allow this immediately, how what, what do we do? What kind of product do we build out? And and that's actually, in hindsight, that's one of the best things that happened to us. Because at that point in time, we said that, okay, let's focus on the trading and exchange side. But while doing that process, we realized that, okay, trading and exchange and traders are just a very, very small set of the entire ecosystem. When, when we are looking at retail investors, they are looking for simplification of a lot of things. And the problems that we saw people were facing in India were the same problems that people were facing world over globally, right? So so we decided to, instead of building out an India-focused product, just scale it up and, and do it slightly more globally. Now, as a result of that, we, we reconfigured, uh, set up our HQ in Delaware, um, and, and, and with this vision went to Y Combinator, uh, YC, of course, accepted us, and so we, we were part of the Y Combinator 2019 uh, winter cohort. Um, launched out our, our our alpha version of the product then, and, and did our first kind of sort of a uh, kind of sort of our angel round with YC. Then we raised 500k. Uh, after that, uh, did like a seed round in 2020, where we raised uh, sorry a pre-seed round 20, where we raised 250k. Then a seed round uh, earlier last year in 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 August 2021. And now we've just closed a pre-series A as well. So, so have like a bunch all, of rounds now. That's, yeah, yeah, congratulations. That's amazing. Um, Thanks a lot, right? And, 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 it, yeah. it, it, it's actually great to find believers in your vision who are who are well aligned. And, and with, you yeah. know, over close to about four years of now executing relentlessly at this problem one after the other after the other, I, I, think, I, I think that confidence clearly shows in a lot of folks. By the way, are you building a, are you doing a Rubik's Cube while it's you're right doing there in my hand. <laughs> you're a smart guy. <laughs> I would be so distracted. I could not do that. Um, okay. So as a, you know, you go to YC and, and I'm actually curious about this because obviously there's been a lot of money in the space and there's been a lot of companies that are trying to figure out. And, and actually I'm curious as well, cause you know, the landscape. When I see crypto and I see crypto companies, I feel like there's a lot of companies trying to do what you're doing. But I also feel like a lot of them may have not done it properly. There's security risks, uh, a lot of security risks. You see a lot of hacks. You see a lot of compromises. So first question is, how did you solve for the security component? And then second question, or you can answer them with whatever order you want, really. I'm just curious. Um, How did YC pick you out of probably the million other crypto projects 
that approach them because YC are very smart investors. They're a very smart group, so they don't they don't bet on. I'm assuming like 99% of the crypto projects that probably approached them over the past yeah. few years. So speak to that. Correct. So so let's let's actually take a step back and first talk about what Mudrex does and 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 what's our vision. How are we solving this problem, right? So and how are you different too as correct. than others? Correct. Yeah. So so when we talk about the world of investing, uh, uh, the entire world invests in broadly three kinds of products. Uh, on the one end, there is the fixed income product, which is like the savings account in your bank that you know gives you protection of capital, but a small interest yield on top, right? Like yes. for the US, that's close to zero, but for the rest of the world, there is, there is still some amount of bank savings that, that you can get, right? Uh, that, that's that's typically where the most number of users in the world are. Like everyone has a bank account, everyone gets a small yield, uh, and everyone is kind of sort of happy with, like okay with that, like not really happy, but okay with that. Uh, then the second kind, which actually has the most number of users and the most number of AUM, is the market-linked returns kind of sort of products, which means that you are putting in money in index funds and mutual funds that, that are growing as the market grows. And of course, they fall as the market falls, right? Mm -hmm. And then on the other end, there is a third side, which is the market-hedged products, which are essentially hedge funds that only the ultra-rich have access to. And that part is, is something that a lot of people aspire to get to. I know a lot of entrepreneurs listen to this show and NetSuite has been a huge supporter for entrepreneurs, for business owners, because there's one thing that we all know. Business is about making money and it's about your bottom line. And the less you spend on the nuts and bolts of running your business, the more profits you keep. But these days, everything is costing more. Supplies, people, shipping. It squeezes your margins. And I've been there juggling multiple systems for finance, inventory, you name it each with its own costs and its own set of headaches. That's why I made the switch to NetSuite by Oracle. It's changed our company. Think about it. NetSuite is one of the top financial systems out there. It puts your whole business on one platform, accounting, finance, the works, one data source for everyone. There's no more mismatched info. And because it's in the cloud, it slashes your IT costs. No more servers, no more updates. Just access NetSuite from anywhere. With one integrated suite, your overhead drops big time. And here's the real win. Efficiency. Everything's connected in NetSuite. Costs are ridiculous lately. Find a proven way to reduce your expenses and get better performance out of your team. It's a no-brainer, and that's what NetSuite offers. Over 37,000 companies have figured this out already. You have to join them. Right now, through to April 15th, NetSuite's got an incredible, flexible financing plan. Check it out and see the savings yourself at netsuite.com slash scottclary. That's netsuite.com slash scottclary. I don't know about you, but the idea of being harassed, scammed, or even worse, all because somebody found my personal information online, that's terrifying. Our political opinions, our addresses, even stuff about our families, it's out there for anyone to grab. And did you know that data brokers are allowed to sell information on over 98% of Americans? It's scary stuff. That's why I've partnered with Delete Me. I personally use Delete Me. They're a big friend of the podcast because I put myself out there online. So safety is a huge concern. It's really scary how easy it is to find someone's details and information, but Delete Me creates a layer of protection that we all need. You tell Delete Me what you want gone, and they make it disappear from those sketchy data broker sites. And Delete Me doesn't stop. They constantly monitor the web to keep your information off those lists. It's like having a privacy watchdog that never sleeps. You need to take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me. They're giving a special discount for all Success Story podcast listeners. Get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash success and use promo code success at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash success and enter code success at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash success. Hey everyone, I just want to take a second and thank the sponsor of today's episode, Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond Bourbon. Now I don't have a lot of liquor sponsors on this show. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond is actually one of my favorites. I've drank it for a few years now, and this is why we actually decided to work together. Heaven Hill Distillery, family-owned since 1935, is a great entrepreneur story, too. So there's five brothers. They filled their first whiskey barrels back in 1935, and their legacy still lives on today. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond is aged over seven years. That's three more than required by the Bottled and Bond Act of 1897. 
This means the best quality, the best purity, and the best consistency. This is not just average bourbon. It's the winner of the double gold medals at multiple 2023 World Spirits competitions, and they've won the very prestigious Triple Still Award. It's a very big deal in the liquor and bourbon world. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond boasts an exceptionally smooth oak flavor, while its aroma offers a sweet blend of caramel and smooth vanilla. If you love bourbon, you need to try Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond. Available nationally, look for a bottle at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Think back to your last few days in the office. Did any of them leave you feeling really accomplished? Not the kind of day where you're running around like crazy, but where you've made real progress on something that matters. Because being busy doesn't always mean being productive. And I bet you we've all been there. And maybe it's time to rethink what it means to get things done. Today's episode is sponsored by Belay, and what they help you do is, instead of getting sucked into emails and to-do lists, they help you delegate tasks and focus on big goals. They can connect you with top-notch U.S.-based talent who are ready to take on those time-consuming tasks that bog you down. Let's be real. There are way more important things you could be doing than bookkeeping or wrangling a packed inbox. They have virtual assistants to handle all of those pesky administrative tasks or accounting professional to take care of all your financials. But here's the best part. You don't have to waste weeks searching for the right person. Belay's personalized matching service works quickly, sometimes matching you with the right talent to take stuff off your plate in under a week. Are you ready to try a different way of working? Check out Belay's list of the top 25 things you can delegate to a virtual assistant. It might just change your business and your life. Text SUCCESS, that's S-U-C-C-E-S-S, to 55123 to get the list and to start transforming your to-do list with Belay. Thank you so much, Indeed, for sponsoring Success Story. For all business leaders out there, Indeed is a lifesaver. See, we're always driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. You're going to ditch the busy work and you're going to use Indeed for scheduling, screening, messaging, so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Clary. Just go to Indeed.com slash Clary right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Clary. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. But never can because either they don't have the, the financial limitations or, or there are some investment amount requirements or to be honest, those products are very sophisticated for the average retail investor. Where the average, where, where the job of a hedge fund is actually to reduce your risk while maintaining returns, mutual funds and so on and so forth continue to just give you returns along with the risk with it, right? So broadly, that's the spectrum of investing, right? And and if you if you think of how most of the current crypto companies are positioned, that they are saying that come in and buy Bitcoin, come in and buy Ethereum, come in and buy Solana, and, and so on and so forth, right? Which is effectively like saying, come in by Apple stock, come in by Google stock, come in by Facebook stock, and like it's very well understood now over the over the last 40, 50, 60 years of of, of investing landscape that that's uh, that's grown that single stock picking is actually the worst thing that you can do. Like the best thing that you can do is investing in a diverse index, doing that regularly, and letting that money compound, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 effectively, what what, what we are saying is that if this is the largest, this market link products is the largest bucket. So over there, what we are looking for is some kind of structured products that users can invest in. And and effectively, those structured products is what Mudrex has built. So to give you an example, uh, uh, typically a, a ton of people invest in the S&P 500. Like the S&P 500 is the most invested index in the world. And, and S&P 500 is basically a simple rule that says that t- pick the top 500 stocks, weigh them by market cap and put in your money in that weightage uh, in the top 500 ones. What, what we've done is we've created a similar basket for crypto called as crypto blue chip, which are the top five crypto tokens by market cap in proportion to market cap. We call this a coin site. 
just like how there is the S&P 500, uh, there might be, uh, let's say, a bank, uh, bank index that just talks about banks that you can invest in, right? We've created a similar DeFi index on Mudrex. Uh, there might be a pharma index on 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 NSE that or on the Nasdaq that you might want to invest in. We've created a similar pharma basket on Mudrex. So what we've done is that we've created these baskets that make it very easy for you to invest. So now when you come to Mudrex, you no longer click on and say that I want to buy Bitcoin. You say that okay, I want to invest in crypto in general. And if I want to invest in crypto in general, the new crypto stars or crypto blue chip are the baskets that I should invest in. Or you say that I believe that metaverse is going to be the next big thing in crypto. So there's a metaverse basket that you pick and choose that you invest in, right? Once you right. do this, once you do this, the first thing that you do is you remove the overhead of decision making from the user. And, and, and very few people understand this, but the reason why retail investors hate doing stock picking is because they need to go back and decide every single time whether it's the right time to enter, it's the right time to exit, it's the right time to rebalance. And let's be honest, most people don't have that ability. And if you look at one term that's very popularly thrown around in crypto, it, it's called as DYOR, do your own research. Like, come on guys, let's be serious. If someone had the ability to do their own research and invest, everyone would be millionaires, right? Like the fact that people can't yeah, but do that's their the, own that's research. That's the inhibitor. That's, that's like exactly. the, gate, that's the gatekeeper into crypto. And that's what's stopping, you know, your grandmother from investing. Exactly, exactly. And and that's why once you, once we simplify and create these baskets, you now no longer need to do the research about the tokens behind it. What, what you need to do is directionally make a decision like, and at the end of the day, picking all stocks is broadly just placing a bet. You directionally need to take a decision whether crypto is going to go up or not, metaverse is going to go up or not, NFT is going to go up or not, and then accordingly place your allocations of everything else Mudrex takes care of. At the back end, we rebalance them on a monthly basis. We make sure that the right tokens come in and the right tokens move out. And the best part is the custody of all the tokens is always in your wallet. So it's not like we are pooling money, taking it and taking it and putting it in our account and then doing all the transactions here. All the tokens are always in your custodial wallet that we have with Mudrex. So that part actually makes the entire journey super, super seamless. So, so that's, that's, that's the, secu the security part too. If, if so, correct. They, okay, I understand. So people are actually owning and holding their own tokens. So when they make an investment, they're actually purchasing those tokens. So they have Correct. like the keys to those tokens that are sitting in their wallet. They, they don't have the keys to those tokens directly. The tokens themselves are stored custodially in the background. They can access them okay. via their username and password, deposit and withdraw it anywhere. Because, the user, okay. because those challenges are also significant challenges. Like the reason why my grandma can't invest is because she doesn't understand what the fuck a password or a secret key is that you yes. need to put into to get access to your Ethereum wallet, right? Like those user interface challenges are, are, are problematic. So, so, so those are some of the problems that, that we are trying to, we are, we are trying to solve and saying that, okay, this is the first product that we've started with in this bang in the middle, which is market linked products. And from here, we want to venture out either side on, on the one end, we are launching a new product called as, uh, called as Mudrex, Mudrex interest account, which is similar to BlockFi Nexo, but instead of actually giving money to centralized entities at the back, we use all the power of DeFi, all the power of yield farming, all the power of, 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 of yield accruals over there and have packaged a product that will try and give users 14% interest across all their cryptos. So if you've got BTC, you'll get 14% interest on your BTC value. If you've got Ethereum, you'll get 14% interest on your Ethereum value. All interest accrues on a daily basis directly into your Mudrex crypto wallet. And, and we think that that can itself be a, a large game changer. In parallel, on the market hedged side, we are working with large institutional clients uh, and, and, and you know family offices and HNIs to try and help them figure out how they can invest in crypto without the risk of crypto. Uh, and, and over there, we are working on a separate project and product uh, with our in-house quant team that tries to give you Bitcoin returns at one-fourth the volatility of Bitcoin. So, so effectively, that's how we see the, the landscape of, of, of investing. There is market, there's kind of fixed income, market linked, market hedged. Fixed income and market linked are broadly what all of retail is after. We started with market linked, That's that product has essentially exploded. We've been growing at about, literally about 100% month over month uh, since the last eight, nine months that that product has been out in life. And then of course this new fixed income product is, is you know, poised to make us grow even faster. So, yeah. but still, so, so walk me through the experience with YC. So how did you, how did you, 
you obviously you differentiated yourself in, in major ways, but there was still probably a massive amount of due diligence that YC Correct. did. And the reason why I just think it's so interesting is because I know a lot of crypto companies and I know a lot of them aren't going through YC, right? They're Correct. raising money, alternative methods, like they're not going Correct. to traditional seed. Like uh, you, you, you lived in this landscape, so you know all the different funding methods that people have gone through to try Correct. and raise money for their companies. So how did you get into YC? And, and, and also, why did you choose to go this route? Because I'm sure you could have found money other places too. Correct. So, you know, let's, let's just, uh, just let, let's just roll back and imagine the, the, the time period that we were in, right? Yeah. So when we applied to YC, this was August 2018. So four or five months after the BTC crash, where everyone who had come in into crypto was already wiped out. What we call now as the winter, the crypto, last crypto winter was, was completely there. The ice age started to come and, and everything was frozen over. And, uh, and we had just launched our product, right? And, and we were speaking to individual users and every user that we spoke to and, and, and like our first hundred, our first thousand users were literally individuals that we spoke to on Discord channels, on Reddit groups, where, where we saw what they were, the, what issues they were facing, messaged them and saying that, hey, this seems like a problem that we can solve. Why don't you come and try out Mudrex and give us feedback and so on and so forth. About 90% of those first hundred users the, the reply that they would give us is how, why do I trust you? Why are you not a scam? Right. It's an obvious thing, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it is because there's so many scams and, yeah, and you layer then, on investment plus, plus crypto. It's like people, it's like red flags going up everywhere. Exactly. Right. And, and investment and crypto. And there is this new startup that a bunch of guys staying far away from me are doing. And then like, it's, it's all very weird. Right. And this is August, 2018 when, ICOs were crashing day after the other and there were scams everywhere and, and so on and so forth, right? So, so we realized very early in our journey that at the end of the day, when you're asking someone to invest in a product that you've created, basically what you're saying them, what you're saying to them is that, hey boss, listen, trust me, I will take care of your money. So at the end of the day, you're not in the investing business, you're actually in the business of building trust. And, and anything and everything that you can do to build more and more and more trust with your client and with your with your customer, that will help them build more confidence in what you are doing. And as a result, it will help them invest more, in, in which case you'll be able to help them grow their wealth more and get them to financial independence faster, right? So, so the game at the end of the day is that you need to build trust. Now, trust, unlike most other things in life, can't be built with money, is extremely long-term to build and extremely easy to lose, right? And the only way that you can really build trust is by A, providing a world-class experience, B, affiliating with entities that other people trust, and, and C, of course, making sure that you are consistent, reliable, transparent, and, and you know all of the other base filters. So, so the first thing that we wanted was that if for people to trust us, we very quickly realized that if people had to trust us, there needed to be some large entity that they trust in general, uh, and we should be affiliated with them. And as a result, we applied for uh, you know YC and Techstars, and, and multiple of these accelerators. Now, the product that we were building and, and the kind of team that we had were so unique. So, so just to give you a background, I I told you for me, this was my, like Mudrex was my fourth startup, right? Yeah. Uh, I have three other co-founders and actually this was their second, third or fourth startup as well. And, and all of them come from a very rich history of building consumer tech products in India and globe. So for example, my CTO Alankar, he he was a he, he he used to work in the security team and in the infrastructure team at Twitter. Helped scale that up. Came back to India, started a credit lending startup, scaled that up, sold that business, started uh, and then started Mudrex. Uh, my VP of DeFi and my VP of Engineering Rohit and Prince, both of them have started multiple startups in the past. So like we came we, we came with like really tier one pedigree, and that of course helped apply for YC. The product and our approach and, and our vision was, was very unique and, and very different from most other people were doing. And as a result also that had applied YC. And for us, it was a win-win, right? Because once you get affiliated with YC, uh, uh, we, we get the trust. And, and, and effectively, that label saying that Y Combinator backed Mudrex essentially solves for most of the trust problems. So so just to anecdotally tell you. It's true, I, yeah. yeah. I just yeah. anecdotally to tell you, before getting into YC, as I said, 90% of people would tell us, are you scamming me? What is the guarantee that you will not run away with my money? After getting into YC, 90% of people were actually more than willing to try the product house and give us feedback because they clearly saw that, okay, these guys are doing, trying to do something cool. So the mentality completely changed. 
and that phase transition i think i think was the most important thing that happened for us we could now suddenly rub off the trust of yc into everything that we were doing and and that very helped. smart i just want to take a second and thank the sponsor of today's episode hubspot now as a leader you're always on the lookout for more ways to arm yourself with knowledge the books the seminars and most importantly the podcast that help you make the best possible decision for you your company your customers because when you know more you can apply more and you can grow with hubspot crm platform you can store track manage and report on all the tasks and activities that make up your relationships with customers with a bird's eye view over all your customer interactions hubspot empowers your decision making like never before so you can give your business and your customers all the good you've got learn how to make your business grow better at hubspot.com very very smart now um even after you get the trust in yc uh, there is a lot of there's a lot of money flowing into crypto, and obviously you still have to differentiate yourself. So, how did you differentiate yourself and and sort of stand out? Because you have the trust of people who know about you, but how do you stand out and how do you attract new users that are early crypto adopters that are just purchasing individual stocks or coins per se? Like that's like how do you target the and how do you attract the people that? aren't comfortable with crypto and how do you educate them and convert them over into investing in these in, into these buckets correct what's the so, business strategy so, yeah. so to be honest till last till, till about november uh, we weren't doing any marketing like we, we got to about eighty-five thousand users with zero dollars in marketing spent almost mm-hmm. every single one of them uh, coming via referrals or via a lot of the content initiatives we did so we, we clearly understood two things were important. Firstly, a, a phenomenally good user experience was important. And if that coupled with steady, consistent, safe way of, of you know, growing your wealth what happened with users, they would automatically refer people, right? Because investing has, if you, if, you, if you go back and think about it, investing has always been social. Like you learn about which stocks you invest in because your friends are talking about it, right? Or someone is saying that I invested here or I invested in this mutual fund or your uncle tells you that this is this is what I've been doing with my money and so on and so forth. So investing has always been usual, always been social. And people talk about the products that, that, that they use if those products help them out. So our first focus was always in making sure that our product needs to be really rock star so that our users really love their experience so that they go out and tell their friends about us. So about half of the users that we've acquired till date are purely through referrals. That, that people tell their friends about us and that's how we got this large organic spread. And the second thing that we worked really hard on was, as you rightly said, educating people about crypto, about investing and so on and so forth. So we've created our own uh, our own blog series called as Mudrex Academy where we, we kind of sort of showcase and, and highlight what, what should be your investing journey. We've done, I think now close to hundred YouTube videos where we partner with different, different, different YouTube influencers and, and, and we work with them to create content. By the way, none of those, like at, at least none till October were actually paid content. Those influencers agreed to work with us simply because they loved the product that we were making. And they, they were, they decided to work on like a referral basis where they said that, okay, if, if someone joins using my link, I'll, I'll get like a referral commission, but otherwise it's, it's completely fine. And then there was no money exchange. Right. So, so, all of that was was really critical while we were you know ramping up but now that we've got the product we, we know we've got great product market fit and, and and i know we've got great product market fit because we've got like a really really high retention like 95 over 95 percent of users who use mudrex in month one end up coming in month two and month three and so on and so forth so that that's really great our, our user acquisition costs are really low our sign up rates are really high so now that we've got that part we are now really pushing the pedal hard and and i think the first place that we are going back is going back to the same philosophy with which we joined by Combinator. We are saying that if, if we want people to invest in us, uh, we would want to go to places that they trust. And, and today, people trust YouTube channels that they follow. They trust Twitter influencers yeah. that they follow. They trust communities that they are a part of. So we are working with YouTube influencers, with Twitter influencers, with communities they are a part of to do Kind of sort of giveaways to educate the, the to educate the community to tell them about our product and scale up from there. So that's Amazing. our that's our approach right now. No, I'm looking. So I'm looking at the site as as we chat, and I just find that the the, the the even like the onboarding and like finding portfolios and like the little questionnaires that you do. It's very 
very much in line with what I usually experience when I'm trying to figure out like my risk tolerance for like a, a traditional stock picking or, or, or bucket picking uh, tool. So like the U, the, the UX user experience is very similar. So it, it makes Correct. it very comfortable. Um, in, in, fa in fact, this, this yeah. actually this last month we launched a portfolio manager product as well. Uh, that or, or actually I should say portfolio manager, portfolio recommender product where you come in, uh, mm -hmm. you literally just fill out a four question questionnaire and then we give you some suggestions uh, that okay based on this your risk profile is this and as a result these are the products that will suit you best so why don't you try them out and and it's it's you know the smaller things like this to give you another example one of the other things that we do to build trust and this is something that we've realized off late is that no matter how seamless a journey you make some amount of human touch always helps so mm -hmm. as a result of that, we organize almost six webinars every single week uh, across different different time zones where there is a representative from Mudrex trying to help people out, get them get 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 getting on a call, answering questions about crypto, about investing, about these baskets with our users. And apart from that, we've got a one-on-one -on -one help service as well called as Mudrex Select, where if you if you've done your onboarding journey and you're looking for places where you want to invest in or you're not really sure how to get started, we help you out. Uh, and, and and people as young as 15 year olds to as old as 78 year olds have used that service and and, and that's how we've we've gotten them on board slowly and steady. So I think all of these small small things you know that we've done uh, have have really helped us uh, scale out the product. Amazing. Um, and I'm curious because you're living it and you're in it so much. When you look at all these new, uh, I guess asset classes, but also like if I if I what I mean by asset classes maybe not be the right term, but you have like, you have crypto and then you have like web three projects, you have DeFi projects, you have metaverse projects, you have NFT projects. Do you feel like, and this is probably something like, you know, this is like more of a personal question. Do you feel like these will all maintain the same momentum? Like, do you feel like metaverse is going to maintain the same metaverse investment and projects are going to maintain the same momentum as NFTs and they're going to maintain the same momentum as crypto? And like, there's so many different things like that even you've captured on 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 Mudrex, but that people can now put their money into. It's it's becoming a, a different set of confusing, right? Because if you think about it. It's almost like when you are investing in stock buckets and you invest in different groupings of stocks, right? Like, and you can invest in tech stocks, you can invest in like, you know, uh, global stocks or, or, or North American, and you can set your risk tolerance, but there's so many different <laughs> things now. So do you see them all being around in the next 10 years? Like not even just profitable, but do you see like metaverse always being a thing, NFTs always being a thing that our people are going to invest in? Um, or do you see this to be more of like a, a, it's relevant now, it's 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 something that's hot now, but in five years from now, we're just going to be really focused back on crypto again. Is it something that's short-term or long-term is, I guess, Got my it. question. So, so I think the theme will stay, but the players will change. So NFTs will be there, but, but the current projects doing NFTs might change, right? Metaverse will be there, mm -hmm. but the current popular projects in metaverse will change. And in fact, I, I shouldn't say might, they will most likely change because such is life, right? Like like 90% yeah. uh, like of, of of companies that were in the S&P 500 20 years ago aren't there today. Of course. And and, and, and that's a reality. Having said that the S&P 500 is there. And which is, which again goes back to our, our argument of why thematic baskets are important. Because like a basket helps you bet in an idea and, and not a particular project, right? So the constituent of that of, of that basket might continue to change over time, but the idea still remains. So metaverse as a sector will continue to grow. NFT as a sector will continue to grow, but whether the individual constituents of NFT and metaverse will grow or not, that's of course dependent on what those individual projects end up doing, what's their life cycle, how is competition, and, and so on and so forth. See, what always messed with me is I understand uh, the utility of crypto. I understand the utility of Web3 projects and even some DeFi projects. There can be like actual utility. When I look at metaverse i could see utility as well actually nfts in particular i find that it's hard to tie utility to nfts like it's like even more of um and maybe you can speak to some projects that you've seen that are counter to what i'm saying 
Because I'm sure there are some. And I know that, for example, like, okay, we're just going to use like cliches like like Gary Vee is is very big on NFTs and he speaks a lot about how you tie like NFTs to um, like actual tangible like events that you, you know, I think if he sells an NFT, he gets at people who buy that NFT get access to his conference, for example. So there's like an actual tangible thing tied to it. But I see a lot of NFTs are, are more like an art market, right? So there isn't a lot of tangible items tied to it. Do you feel like that could be um, a detriment to to the growth of of NFTs in particular? Or do you feel like yeah. more NFT projects are starting to try and find ways to actually tie a, 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 a tangible, valuable item to the purchase of artwork? So so I genuinely think we haven't even scratched the surface of what NFTs are. And let's try and for, for a second, just talk about what, what, what an NFT is, right? Like, as the name suggests, non-fungible tokens means that it's a token that's unique. And, and if you look at our real world, there are actually more things that are unique than there are generic, right? Uh, like, mm -hmm. for example, the books that you have behind you are, are fairly unique. Like, the property that you own is fairly unique. The phone that you own is fairly unique. And for that matter, your resume is fairly unique. Like, your identity and, and your status hierarchy in your, let, let's say, organization is fairly unique. And, and all of these things are fairly unique. And, and today, the only unique things that we've kind of sort of set up and got ready in the NFT world is essentially art. So we, we just literally look at one small part that actually doesn't affect the vast majority of people. So let me let me give you an example of how people are thinking about NFTs. So uh, there is a, there's a friend of mine who's building a, a project out uh, in the DAO tooling space. By, by that, what I mean is that they are helping DAOs figure out how should they get their contributors to work together. And mm -hmm. one interesting idea that they are working on is that how can they create uh, an NFT resume of everyone? Which means that it's, a, it's, a, it's an on-chain resume that has these 15 different properties. And let's say, let, for the sake of simplicity, simplicity, let's say that on that resume, there is a property that says tech. And in that tech part, you have some skills for Python, some skills for Java, some skills for front-end and so on and so forth. So they're trying to figure out a way as how can they create this resume using NFT rewards that individual DAOs can give to, to, their, to their contributors and scale up from there. So effectively, how do you kind of sort of attribute unique properties, unique contribution that you give, get that on chain and make sure that that's cemented and stays there. So from the NFT specific perspective, I think we are literally just scratching the surface. And as time progresses, all the things that we felt were unique goods or services in the real world will probably continue to move towards, uh, will probably continue to move towards the, 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 the internet and, and the digital world via this route. Now, of course, a lot of these might become completely useless. For example, uh, a ticket to a conference can be made in an NFT. But once the conference is done, that NFT is basically useless. Like, what are you going to do with a with a with a ticket stuff? And that's perfectly right. fine, right? So, so as a result, what how does that NFT have long-term value is a separate problem. And things like art do have long-term value. Things like a particular project that you did for a particular company on your resume does have long-term value, but a ticket stop to a conference does not. And we should be okay with that. That that yeah, right. different different purposes for it. What I think was interesting was I always found the tokenization of things to make sense, tokenization of, of unique IP to make sense. But then it seemed like NFT became synonymous with art for some strange reason, just because like you're saying, it was like the first iteration of NFT. It's just scratching the surface. Correct. But there's so many other ways that tokenizing something so that it can be transferred and not duplicated and tracked can be a very useful mechanism. Absolutely. If you... A hundred percent. But I just, I just, I thought it was strange that there was blockchain companies that were trying to tokenize different things, records, like all these different items, like fixing supply chain issues and whatnot, like through tokenization of data points almost. And then it just turned into like a whole bunch of artwork, yeah, well, which is just of, strange. Yeah, yeah. Well, think of it, think about this, right? Pets.com went bust in 1999, yeah. but there are, there is an entire gamut of online pet companies now that are thriving and growing rapidly, right? So it's, yeah. it's not necessary that the first iteration should work out, right? Like it's the attempts that people are trying to do. And that's why this space is so, so hot, right? Like the smartest minds of our generation today are saying that 
the world and and how are, are essentially coming back and saying that how the world has evolved over the last 300 400 500 years fundamentally needs to change if we want to move more and more and more towards the internet and web3 is all about capturing attributing and transferring value for the value that individuals are trying to create whether that be the value created by a service whether that be the value created by a good or whatever and 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 and, and crypto and blockchain truly opens that space up right that's why it's very unique and that's why it's like inherently attractive to so many smart people and and mm-hmm. and, and, and it just and it just continues from there right um and and last question on on this as you see all these different categories and sections like we see like nft and defi and and crypto and web3 and and metaverse are there any sectors that are not popular yet that you're that you've you found like what is the future evolution of some of these uh some of these sectors that may not be categorized yet that like you in particular are excited about because they're so new is there something that we haven't heard of correct so so like and again this is another conversation that i was just having last week with a friend of mine see one one very interesting sector that i really like is that uh, is is how are you getting people together and getting them to work right like all of crypto is essentially communities coming together working on a small problem solving that problem and moving ahead to the next problem right like that, that's basically all of crypto is which means that in the traditional world we had companies now we had communities now if this analogy is true in the traditional world we had tech agencies help out companies with their tech we had marketing agencies help out companies with their marketing we had hr agencies help out company with their hr we had payroll agencies help out companies with their payroll right and if all of these kind of sort of saas services were built out around companies to help them either serve their employees or their customers better i expect all of this to get recreated in the in the, in the community side as well right because at the end of the day the problems remain the same this the nature in which they are executed change so communities today need help with how should they get their contributors to contribute more communities need help in terms of keeping their users sticky communities need help in terms of outreaching to their users in kind of sort of an on chain way without having an email address attached as an associate with them right and and i think this web 3 saas Uh, effective uh, kinds of industries now just going to get kick started off because i i think we've now reached like a critical mass of communities and daos where it starts to make sense for me to build businesses and tools that help contribute and improve the kind of set of daos and, and communities that are and i think uh, the next couple of years will actually be we will actually end up seeing a lot of companies come out in 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 this space that will help okay. communities out smart very smart okay um I want to do some rapid fire to close off uh just to sure. pull out your experience. But before we pivot, um any closing thoughts on on you know on Mudrex, on where you want to take the company, the vision, and also where can people connect with you, go find out more about the company, all the links, websites, social, all that. Yes, yeah, so so we are on mudrex.com. Uh it's 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 fairly straightforward m u d r e x.com. You can find us on Twitter, on LinkedIn with, with basically the same name. I personally can be reached out on edul at mudrex.com, and uh, if and 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 what what we will do is after this call we will also share like a referral link with you guys. So anyone who joins in get like twenty five dollars credit uh, on on mudrex itself. So that should help out. Um, and of course with with mudrex we are doing a lot of things, especially in the investing space, and we want to make this better. And we rely on user feedback a lot. So so any anyone who wants to give feedback that that always be great. And and I am actually directly accessible to all our users. There are emails that go out from my name to all our users when users get onboarded. So feel free to reply to that. It's always me at the other end getting back to you. Good, very good. Okay, so let's do a couple of rapid fire. Um, uh, biggest challenge that you've overcome in your own personal and professional life. What was that? How did you overcome? Saying it? no to things. Saying no. Okay, that's smart. Yeah. Why is that? Explain. Well, uh, like very early on, I realized that like 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 most other. founders and then folks you just want to try and do more and more and more and more and more things right mm-hmm. but ev- eventually realize that when i'm trying to do more and more and more and more things none of the things that i'm taking up uh, i'm 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 able to try and do to the full extent possible so realize that if when i start saying no to some of these things that i don't care about right now or that are not urgent right now then i can focus on things that actually do really matter and and take things up from there and and that i think has been really really hard to do because because the allure of saying yes to something is just so so high uh, that it is difficult 
to go back control and say that, okay this is what we are not doing right now so let's focus on just this and move ahead from here very good if you had to choose one person there's obviously been many but pick one person who's been a major impact in your life who was that and what did they teach you yeah this is a tough one but uh, but 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 i would say that uh, in in my previous company uh, uh, i i used to work very closely with a colleague of mine uh, while i was head of product he was our cpo and uh, he really helped me out a lot and and it was mostly just conversations and and one on ones that help that have helped kind of sort of shape my world view today uh, and have been instrumental in, in helping me get to where i am uh, as such if uh, you had to pick a book or podcast something that's been influential in your life uh, what would it be oh so so I, the book influence i think comes first uh, it, it's a book by robert caldini uh and and effectively that's that's my guide that 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 book has given me a guiding a, a set of guiding principles of of essentially operating in life broadly that that these are like the the five six things that you can do to move ahead with but there are there are a whole ton of books that that i really love i i enjoy reading books and and another one that i really like is thinking fast and slow by david kahneman and, and and the entire uh the the entire philosophy around prospect theory and and everything around it is just so fascinating that that that's helped me become a better person and hopefully a better product manager and and and, and a person who, who listens to users thoughts more very good if you could tell your 20 year old self one thing what would it be be patient i i think i think uh patience is 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 is, is something that uh, uh it's a it's a long drawn virtue to get to but uh, be patient is is something that i would definitely tell and last question what does success mean to you uh um uh, i think just at the end of the day going back home and being happy like i, I think i'm i'm pretty successful right now because i'm going to go home pretty happy I know a lot of entrepreneurs listen to this show and NetSuite has been a huge supporter for entrepreneurs, for business owners, because there's one thing that we all know. Business is about making money and it's about your bottom line. And the less you spend on the nuts and bolts of running your business, the more profits you keep. But these days, everything is costing more. Supplies, people, shipping. It squeezes your margins. And I've been there juggling multiple systems for finance, inventory, you name it, each with its own costs and its own set of headaches. That's why I made the switch to NetSuite by Oracle. It's changed our company. Think about it. NetSuite is one of the top financial systems out there. It puts your whole business on one platform, accounting, finance, the works, one data source for everyone. There's no more mismatched info. And because it's in the cloud, it slashes your IT costs. No more servers, no more updates. Just access NetSuite from anywhere. With one integrated suite, your overhead drops big time. And here's the real win. Efficiency. Everything's connected in NetSuite. Costs are ridiculous lately. Find a proven way to reduce your expenses and get better performance out of your team. It's a no-brainer, and that's what NetSuite offers. Over 37,000 companies have figured this out already. You have to join them. Right now, through to April 15th, NetSuite's got an incredible, flexible financing plan. Check it out and see the savings yourself at netsuite.com slash scottclary. That's netsuite.com slash scottclary. I don't know about you, but the idea of being harassed, scammed, or even worse, all because somebody found my personal information online, that's terrifying. Our political opinions, our addresses, even stuff about our families, it's out there for anyone to grab. And did you know that data brokers are allowed to sell information on over 98% of Americans? It's scary stuff. That's why I've partnered with Delete Me. I personally use Delete Me. They're a big friend of the podcast because I put myself out there online. So safety is a huge concern. It's really scary how easy it is to find someone's details and information. But Delete Me creates a layer of protection that we all need. You tell Delete Me what you want gone and they make it disappear from those sketchy data broker sites. And Delete Me doesn't stop. They constantly monitor the web to keep your information off those lists. It's like having a privacy watchdog that never sleeps. You need to take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me. They're giving a special discount for all Success Story podcast listeners. Get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com 
com slash success and use promo code success at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash success and enter code success at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash success. Hey everyone, I just want to take a second and thank the sponsor of today's episode, Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond Bourbon. Now I don't have a lot of liquor sponsors on this show. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond is actually one of my favorites. I've drank it for a few years now, and this is why we actually decided to work together. Heaven Hill Distillery, family-owned since 1935, is a great entrepreneur story too. So there's five brothers. They filled their first whiskey barrels back in 1935, and their legacy still lives on today. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond is aged over seven years. That's three more than required by the Bottled and Bond Act of 1897. This means the best quality, the best purity, and the best consistency. This is not just average bourbon. It's the winner of the double gold medals at multiple 2023 World Spirits competitions, and they've won the very prestigious Triple Still Award. It's a very big deal in the liquor and bourbon world. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond boasts an exceptionally smooth oak flavor, while its aroma offers a sweet blend of caramel and smooth vanilla. If you love bourbon, you need to try Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond. Available nationally, look for a bottle at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Think back to your last few days in the office. Did any of them leave you feeling really accomplished? Not the kind of day where you're running around like crazy, but where you've made real progress on something that matters. Because being busy doesn't always mean being productive. And I bet you we've all been there. And maybe it's time to rethink what it means to get things done. Today's episode is sponsored by Belay, and what they help you do is, instead of getting sucked into emails and to-do lists, they help you delegate tasks and focus on big goals. They can connect you with top-notch U.S.-based talent who are ready to take on those time-consuming tasks that bog you down. Let's be real. There are way more important things you could be doing than bookkeeping or wrangling a packed inbox. They have virtual assistants to handle all of those pesky administrative tasks or accounting professionals to take care of all your financials. But here's the best part. You don't have to waste weeks searching for the right person. Belay's personalized matching service works quickly, sometimes matching you with the right talent to take stuff off your plate in under a week. Are you ready to try a different way of working? Check out Belay's list of the top 25 things you can delegate to a virtual assistant. It might just change your business and your life. Text success, that's S-U-C-C-E-S-S, to 55123 to get the list and to start transforming your to-do list with Belay. Thank you so much, Indeed, for sponsoring Success Story. For all business leaders out there, Indeed is a lifesaver. See, we're always driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. You're going to ditch the busy work and you're going to use Indeed for scheduling, screening, messaging, so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Clary. Just go to Indeed.com slash Clary right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Clary. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. 